0: Be a motherfucking
1: hustler. You better ask somebody. What's going on guys? You're listening to the MF CEO project. I'm Andy, I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening. This is a podcast about learning how to be the CEO of your life. There's going to be principles that we talk about that have to do with entrepreneurship. There's going to be principles we talk about that have to do with leadership. There's going to be principles we talk about that have to do with core values and a million other things. All of the principles that we talk about here can be applied to your life regardless if you're the CEO of a business, uh, if you own a business, or if you're just a regular dude trying to make it and make the most of the opportunities that come and are presented to you. Um, You have to realize that you are the CEO of yourself and so many people float through their lives just sort of humdrum, kind of floating with the current, hoping that good things happen to them without realizing that they are in control of the direction they go. You have some fucking paddles out there that you could start moving if you wanna move inside that stream. And that's the purpose of this podcast is to bring awareness to the control that you do have and to show you how to use that control to your advantage in your life, in your career, or whatever goals you have for yourself. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn Kohler, otherwise known as Vaughn the Impaler. What's up, my man? I'm getting pretty excited about all the photos and or the pictures that
0: are being submitted yeah. for Frazilla Week.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with that. Um, if you haven't listened to the podcast, we're going to do, we we do a Tuesday podcast, which is mainly um, practicality driven. It's going to be principles that you can use to improve uh, and put into play, and then we have Thursday Thunder every Thursday, which is more motivation uh, style podcast. And what we we decided we were going to do is we're going to do a week, and we're going to call it Frizilla Week, as in Godzilla, but Frizilla,
0: and fire.
1: where we just bring the fire, bring the heat, uh, a full five to six days out of that week, uh, and just do something different. And we ask people to enter the contest by drawing us a logo, and there's been some cool. Cool uh participants so far. Yeah. So really um, appreciate you guys doing that.
0: It's it's kind of cool, you know, when you see that somebody has invested so much time and yeah. their artistic talent into, into the MFCEO project. I mean, it makes you feel good.
1: Well, the thing the, the thing is, is that it almost goes along with what I want to talk about today anyway, because what they're doing is showing extreme, they're showing us extreme value that is in reciprocation for the value that they received. Mm-hmm. If somebody didn't receive value from this podcast they're not going to sit down for two or three hours and draw out this cool drawing you know what i mean yeah but what they did is in return they took their time they took their effort they took their talent and their energy and they put time into something and that creates value you know for 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 what I would perceive as value over maybe some, somebody who just casually listens, it's, right? It's cool, you know? Right, And cause that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the importance of creating value in yourself. Um, like I said in the intro, so many people float down the river of life without ever even putting their paddles in the water, just hoping and praying and dreaming and wishing that they're going to end up somewhere good. Guys, that's not how life works. You know, you have paddles in your boat, you've just got to learn to use them. And first you've got to choose to use them. You've got to choose to accept that there are paddles and then you've got to become disciplined enough to use them on a regular basis. You know, too many people are just passive in the way that they live. And so what I want to dig into today is how to create value in yourself, whether you are uh, somebody who owns a business and you're going to create value for your customers or your employees or whether you're a manager of people or whether you're, let's say, the low man on the totem pole. I call those people fry cooks. OK, you're the guy entry level. How do you create value so that you don't have to keep cooking the fucking fries? All right. That's what we want to dig into today. And, and I want to get you guys to understand one concept up front, straight up from the beginning, okay? No matter where you're working or what you're doing or who you're working for, you are working for yourself. You have to understand that concept first and foremost, because the effort that you put in is going to create habits. The habits that you create, even if you're the fry cook, are going to dictate the progress that you have in life. Because you're not gonna be able to just flip a switch one day and say, oh, now I'm a CEO, you know, or now I'm a manager, or now I'm a leader, because you've been half-assing it because you don't see the value in cooking fucking french fries, all right? So you have to understand the effort that you put in now Whether your job is cooking fries, whether it's sweeping floors, whether it's digging ditches, it doesn't fucking matter. You've got to do certain things that are going to create the habits that will stick with you over the course of your life. If you come into work on a daily basis and you half-ass shit, you're creating a habit of half-assing shit. And that habit of half-assing shit is what creates up the majority of society and why they have such a hard time getting out of debt living a life stress-free when it comes to money or financially free, okay? We're not talking about even getting wealthy here. We're talking about just not being chained up so tight that you can't fucking do anything, you know? So many people live that kind of life and it's irresponsible for a lot of reasons. First of all, and, and I'll just hit on this right up front, you have a responsibility to your family to become financially free to a point where if something bad happens, you could fucking handle it. All right? You don't have to be driving a fucking Lamborghini. You don't have to drive a Rolls-Royce. You have to fly on private jets. But you have a fucking responsibility to earn enough money to take care of people that depend on you. And a lot of people don't take that responsibility seriously. Okay? So I just want to lay that out right up front. Always, 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 no matter what you're doing, no matter what position you're in, no matter who you work for or what your job is, you are working for you. Okay, which is why this podcast, I always say, you're the CEO of yourself. Does that make
0: sense? Absolutely. You can always tell the guys that are working just to be seen because, like you said, they half-ass it when the boss isn't around. When the boss is around, they put, they put great effort. They put all this, this attention to detail. But it's, they realize, and, and then when the boss takes off and they don't work hard, I think that's when you realize that they don't get it. They don't realize that Dude. all that effort really is benefiting them.
1: Well, first of all, as if the boss is dumb enough to not realize how much work gets done <laughs> right. when he's there versus when he's not there. Right. I mean, the reason the dude's in charge is because he's at least somewhat
2: intelligent and has worked his way into that position. Right. And I think Vaughn's giving him too much credit. The people who do that, the, that just they, they go through the motions at best whenever the, the boss is present. They right. Don't, you it's know, an act. It is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's
1: a big difference between acting and then putting all your heart into something. Right. It's a totally different right. thing. Right. And. You know, people live like that. That's how they go their whole lives. And that's why they can't pay their fucking bills. That's why they, they drive a car they hate. They live in a house they hate. They live in a neighborhood they hate. They, they bitch about how unfair life is and why the man fucks them and how the rich got to pay their fucking share of taxes and all this right. other bullshit that you see everywhere. You know, it's a loser mentality. So understand up front, especially you guys who are younger, 17, 18, 19 years old. And even if you're older, If you're fucking 50 years old and you're listening to this podcast, dude, you could build a crazy business in 10 years. You could build a business that changes the history of your family and the next two or three, four generations of your family in 10 fucking years. And it will be your legacy. No one will remember you for being the average dude that you were your first 50 years. Everybody will remember you like they do Colonel Sanders, who was a fucking billionaire you know, in a basically elderly stage of his life. Right. All right. So don't take this as, you know, oh, I'm too old, just restart these habits. An old dog can't lose, learn new tricks. That's not true. But what I wanna say is if you're young, realize this now because you're gonna get ahead so much faster. Mm-hmm. All right. You're always, always, always working for yourself. Make the make the effort, make the 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 habit, create the discipline needed to do every single job that you can to the very, very best of your ability. That is the most valuable skill that you could possibly create in personal development that will stick with you forever. And you can see it in people. These are the people who, uh, you know, when they're sweeping the floor, they make sure every little speck is up off the floor. When they're putting away boxes, they make sure that every box is perfectly packed away straight and looks nice. You know, when they... um, When they send emails, they follow up with, with emails to make sure that the the point was understood or that things get done. They do things to the point of overdoing them so that they're done perfectly. Okay. And that's a habit that you could create now, whether you work at fucking McDonald's or whether you work at a fortune 500 company, it doesn't matter. You can start that now. And that's, that's, that's the number one skill of how to create value in yourself.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. I, uh, I mean that to me that that's
0: ultimately a question of what motivates you. It is that does that make any sense? Sure. Um, it, so many people just I'm I'm restating something you've already said, but so many people just don't get the fact when they're busting their back and they're doing all these things that nobody's necessarily, you know, thanking them for, they're doing something for themselves. Exactly, exactly.
1: That's the point. Like so many people wait around for a pat on the back or they want a fucking raise or they want some sort of recognition. You know what? If you're not getting those things where you work, who fucking cares? You're creating value in yourself to be able to either move up in that organization or Go somewhere else and create tremendous value because what's going to eventually happen is someone's going to notice the work that you do. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, you're going to be able to go somewhere else and somebody there is going to notice. Right. All right. But what they're not, but what every single employer understands and looks at and sees every day is all you motherfuckers who come to work, you fucking shake your head, yes, and rah, 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 and I want to kick ass. And then you go sit in the corner and try to hide and do the least amount possible to not get fired. OK, every fucking boss, every manager, every CEO knows your type. OK, so you're not fucking fooling anybody. It's Like the guy who talks shit and says, hold me back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But 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 we all everybody who's in charge, who's ever managed people, we know you're mm-hmm. And there's a lot of a lot of you out there. In fact, most of you are fucking like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you want to stand out, don't fucking be like that. Be the guy who does the extra work, be the guy who does the shit perfectly, be the guy who does it without complaining or needing recognition, and be the guy who shows and leads the other people who are hiding in the fucking corner how to be a true fucking asset to whatever team that you're on. Mm -hmm. There's value in that. There's value in just that point. That commands dollars, that commands income. Mm Okay. Too many people pass up. There's so much opportunity to grow and so many people pass up. They just can't even see the opportunity. They wait for somebody to come tell them that there's some sort of opportunity there. And then they think they're going to start working.
0: Right. So I know you want to be really practical here. I know in another podcast, I think it was called Are You an Entrepreneur or Not? you, You did say that sometimes there are moments when you say to yourself, you know what? People are born entrepreneurs. I mean, they can de- develop that, they can t- cultivate it, but a lot of times people just, like you say, you're just born with this desire to create. You're, de- you're born with this desire to, to to build things. I guess my question is, you know, if we're honest, this whole self direction and this self motivation, how many people out there do you think are born with it, and or how many people can can truly? train themselves to, to say, okay, I am going to remind myself, I work for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like how much of it is in your DNA and how much can you cultivate
1: and how do you cultivate it? You know, I struggle with this question a lot because I am naturally driven and I run at a high fucking frequency all times, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's hard for me to relate to anything else and it's hard for me to understand the mentality of not being like that. Um I think anybody who has that mentality I know for sure anybody who's had that mentality that I've personally met has the same issues with under not understanding how people cannot be
2: like that. And it's really funny with you because be honest I mean you are the laziest person you know but you are the most driven at the same time so if you can self-motivate yourself I mean Sounds cliche, but anybody can. Well,
1: explain what you mean by that.
2: Well, you've always you've always referred to yourself as extremely lazy in your head, right? Yeah, but but that's you feel those thoughts coming on. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But I, but I, like those, that's your but natural inclination. Fucking,
0: huh? That's your natural inclination. You've said before. Yes,
1: but that's the the thing is, is I've learned how to trigger those fucking thoughts into action, which makes you not lazy, right? You know what I mean? Right. So. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like most people, I feel like most people are just fucking clueless, Mm -hmm. to be completely honest. I feel like they, they, they live in the expectation box that was built by society for them. And if they somehow master the inside of that box and live at a level of what's called a quote unquote productive human inside that box, that they feel successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so most people grow grow up in that system, you know, like their mom and dad together make $80,000 a year, you know, and that's what they, so when they make 70,000 a year, they feel wealthy. Right. Right. Even though they're still struggling with their bills, they can't do the shit that they want. And they feel like that's the limitation that they're quote unquote meant to be because that's what they grew up seeing. You know, so I feel like the expectations are set by what they observe through growing up. And that's really all they ever expect of themselves. So, you know, when you get in a comfortable state and you don't expect more from yourself, you're never going to achieve more. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people, you know, they're they would like more like I would like I they like the idea of success, but they don't like what's comes with it in terms of like,
2: they know it's not guaranteed. So therefore
1: exactly. Yeah. So they take the, the quote unquote <laughs> safe route, which isn't really right. the safe route because they could be fired at any time. They could fucking, you know, get hit by a car and be in a hospital for a week and their hospital bills be 70 fucking grand as much as they make in a year. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't think about these things. Like the one thing I like about Grant Cardone is he, you know, his 10 X thing like, dude, you need 10 times more money than you fucking think you need. and you need to work 10 times harder than you fucking think you need to work, you know? And I I believe that. I believe that and taught that before I ever read it in his book. I just think that's the truth, Mm -hmm. you know? I know a lady right now who uh, just got sick and they diagnosed her with uh, leukemia, like end-stage leukemia. She has three fucking kids, okay? They're married. All right. She she's you know, who knows what's going to happen, but there's a likelihood that she won't make it. They don't have any savings. They don't have any fucking money put away. Hmm. Okay? And why why is that why is that even something that should be I mean, it, it's it's not that's that shouldn't even happen. You know, that happens from thinking that you're you're making it and thinking that you're on the right path, you mm-hmm. know? And you just never know what's gonna happen and people don't plan and they don't take responsibility for their own lives or what they actually need to earn you know, financially to really be okay. And people resist this thought, right? Because like, I'll post pictures of my cars and I'll talk about making money and they'll come back with shit like, well, Andy, not everybody wants to drive a fucking Lamborghini. It's not important, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, make it 60, 70 grand a year as your fucking, as your end game. you're You're... You're, you're, you're irresponsibly living your life by thinking that's acceptable. If
2: you have a family, mm-hmm. dude, not to mention, like I found out 10 years ago that I'm going to need to make a fuck ton of money. Cause my parents, I don't want them work until they're dead. Cause that's what will happen. They don't it's have not
1: even just that dude. Most people don't give a fuck about their parents. They well, don't no. think like
2: that. No, right. you know
1: what I mean? But I'm saying in a bare minimum level thinking, dude, you're responsible for the kids that you have and the the people in your life. And People just don't take that responsibility serious. They they think that sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year or eighty thousand dollars a year is going to get it done for them. And you ask anybody who's making that kind of money, they're still struggling. Right. You know, it's a myth. Society fucking jams down people's throat. Right. I
2: mentioned people forget about inflation and. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, dude, there's so many Six, things we could go on about this. Sixty no- grand like nowadays isn't even what it was. Dude. Fucking yeah. Look, two man. Years ago. <laughs> I could go on and on about money. Money is a good fucking thing.
1: Okay. And people try to villainize it because they're not making any, but if they were making any, they would say the mm-hmm. same thing I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you agree or disagree with that? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah it's, 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 you, you, you sh- stand, stand in the middle of a crowded yeah. room with 500 bucks and, and raise <laughs> it up and say, <laughs> right. who wants an extra 500 bucks? <laughs> right. Every motherfucker in that room's going to raise their hand. Right. But, if you ask them what I just ask them, they're saying, "Oh, you know, they're going to begrudge you the money not, unless I don't, yeah. I don't know, you know, th- there's something wrong with money, uh, right. Like, dude, whatever. Yeah, you know, the yeah. point of this of this episode is how to create more fucking money for yourself, especially in situations when you're working within an organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, we talked a little bit about understanding the principle and accepting the principle that you work for yourself. Now we could talk about a couple of the, the the core values that you would need to adopt internally to create value for yourself. Okay. We talked about how your actions that you have are going to create the habits that you have in your future. No matter if you work for this guy and you hate your boss and you hate your job and you hate cooking French fries. You have to understand those habits are valuable. Okay, so you're creating value in yourself even if they don't fucking recognize it. Mm-hmm. All right? Most companies will recognize it. Contrary to what most people cry about on Facebook and say, oh, you know, they don't appreciate my efforts and blah, blah, blah. You know why you're not appreciated? Because you're not fucking doing anything great. Mm-hmm. You're doing what the fuck you're paid for and you think that you deserve a pat on the back for what I fucking pay you to do, which you don't. Right. To get a pat on the fucking back or to get a raise, guess what? You've got to go beyond that and that's called going the extra mile, which actually is a great core value that I'm gonna talk about when creating value inside your own self, okay? Take whatever it is that you get paid to do and do a little bit extra, mm-hmm. all right? You don't have to do, this. Is, this is, I know this is a hard concept for you guys who are out there thinking like this, but they don't fucking pay me to do that. You're gonna have to do a little bit more that you don't actually get paid for now so that you can get paid later. It's called an investment. All right. What you do that you're expected to do earns your paycheck. When you do more, that's an investment in your future. And if you think that the real world works any other way, you're fucking delusional. This is how it works. And you'll have all the fucking liberal idiots on the fucking internet and on TV say, Oh, you know, you're not fucking paying them the $5 extra per hour or time. Look, man, I'm just telling you the way it is. You could pick, you could fucking, you could, I'm not saying you even need to put in extra hours. It, it could it, Going the extra mile can be things like how detailed you are. You know, maybe they say, hey, stock the shelves. And instead of just stocking the shelves, you stock the shelves so fucking good that every time your manager comes by, they say, man, you know what? I know Andy stocked those shelves because they look so fucking good. Okay, we're talking about things like taking a customer who is who is happy and making them ecstatic by doing something a little bit extra. Okay, there's millions and millions of opportunities for this. But the key to executing this on a a mass scale over the course of your life and creating a habit out of it is to always be looking for an opportunity to do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And so many people. Well, how do they look at it? They look at it is. Where's my opportunity to cut a corner? Okay, so not only are you standing out above the guy who does his job, you're actually getting two steps ahead of most people because most people are trying to figure out how to make it appear that their job is done when it really isn't done. And you're you're not thinking of it that way. You're thinking about how to do the job perfectly and a little bit more. How much value does that create over the average motherfucker?
0: tremendous amount of value and in listening to you over the course of the last year one of the things that I I think makes a difference between people that do the extra that take the initiative is that ultimately they think it's going to be worth it and i what's uh, you know you've said in a lot of times uh, success is not magic it's it's you know do this do this do this and you will be successful yes. do the work and you will be successful and i think that the people that don't do the little extra pe- mm-hmm. believe that they're going to do it and and they're still gonna get screwed, but the people that do the extras say no 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 I'm doing the extra because not only is it is it developing character qualities in me it's it's making it's, okay. it's creating so, value so let me
1: just let me I get what, exactly yeah, yeah. what you're saying let me let me finish that thought for you sure all right so you're a hundred percent right people that don't do the extra they know that doing the extra is how to get ahead but they don't believe that there's a they don't believe that there's an end game for them here in the position they're in now and they gladly say well if i had a if i had an opportunity to move forward i would do all this extra shit no you wouldn't because you're justifying why not to do it now right successful people don't do that they fucking do everything they can regardless and this is what it takes to be successful guys they do everything they can regardless of if they see an opportunity or not because they understand that they will be valuable to someone, Mm -hmm. okay? And what you said is true. I think a lot of people who do the extra shit either really believe in the big picture vision of of what they're in, or two, they understand that they're creating development on their own. And I think it's easy to get people to perform when they see their big picture vision of where they're gonna go in life. You know, if they see a job that's gonna be you know whatever their number is. You know, a hundred thousand dollars is uh, most people think is a lot of money. They, they, they say, "Oh, I want to earn a hundred thousand dollars." And there's the job that that pays a hundred thousand dollars that exists right now. And Steve has that job, so I want Steve's job. So I'm going to fucking do everything I can to get Steve's job. People will fucking work in that situation. Where where they won't fucking work is in a growing company. That doesn't that Steve's job doesn't exist yet. They will say, the you know, hey, we need a guy to eventually step into this role that's going to pay something like this. They'll they'll talk themselves out of it and they'll say something like, oh well, you know, they're just blah blah blah. That's just bullshit. You know, I, whatever. Once that job comes, or then I work for it. You know what, motherfucker, you ain't ever going to get that job. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was absolutely. just going to bring
2: that up. A, yeah. a growing company because people don't realize the opportunity that's ahead of them. So they just do the bare minimum. Meanwhile, somebody else is doing work that they don't see. Right, but the boss sees it That's right. fucking comes in exactly. and takes right. that job right from underneath exactly right. and, then, it,
1: and then they think oh I got screwed no you didn't get fucking screwed you screwed yourself
0: right you know? it, it's an overused cliche but the unsuccessful person is a person who's literally got one move in checkers and he's just looking at the next move whereas the successful person playing is the chess. person who's playing chess yeah. looking ahead three or four it's one my four, favorite sayings five. I've
1: been saying that for 20 years yeah. look here so do extra shit do mm-hmm. everything you can okay Um, the next thing that, that I, I think is an important core value. You mentioned it real briefly, but you said the words take initiative. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be the guy who fucking sees shit that needs to be done and does it regardless if it's in your job description. All right. Now we're talking about separating yourself from the pack again. Most guys do that. What do they do? They see something that needs to be done and, and they say what? Well, that's not my job. Right. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm paid to do and they fucking let it continue to be a problem, okay? The, the guy who wins, the guy who moves up, the guy you hear these stories about on you know the internet who went from being the guy who worked the loading dock to being the CEO of the company, those motherfuckers take initiative. They see a problem, and they fucking solve it, okay? Which also goes into one of the other ones I want to talk about, which is accepting responsibility, all right? Mm-hmm. So they see an issue, they take responsibility, they take initiative to fix it, and they fix it. There's tremendous value in that. You're three or four steps ahead of the average person's thinking. The average person standing there with his hand on a hip, his hips with his fucking Mountain Dew and his fucking bag of Cheetos on break, while you're busting your balls to make sure the company moves forward the right way. People in charge understand that, whether you think they do or not. You know, the biggest mistake you can make is to think that your manager or their manager or the manager of that manager doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. I hear When I hear that shit, like I hear people tell me, oh, dude, I left my job because my manager and I just didn't see eye to eye. You mean you're a fucking problem is what, what you're mm-hmm. really saying. Mm-hmm. You mean you couldn't figure out how to fucking work hard enough or do the things that needed to be done to increase your value to the point where he recognized it and you moved up or moved past him. Mm-hmm. You're not a problem solver, which brings me to my next point.
0: Can, can I throw out an Astric hole? scenario. Sure. Because I do think it I do think every now and then people are going to encounter this. So you said before that obviously really wealthy people at the top level, they don't they don't get there by accident. They have certain skills. If they're but, self-made, yeah. Right. But it is also true that that the reason that a good manager is paid so well is that there's so many crappy managers. So and imagine a scenario in which you have somebody doing exactly what you're saying. You 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 have someone taking initiative, dreaming big, trying to figure out how they can add value, and you just have a middle management idiot who literally says to them, "You're not paid to do that. You have delusions of grandeur." And I, because I have met some people like that where there there's a middle management, you know, who's who's subpar. one or two things is going to so happen. So what do you do in that situation? One or two
1: things is going to happen. Either one, first of all. If you stop doing the things that you're doing because some idiot tells you, oh, what are you doing, blah, blah, you're in the wrong company with the wrong culture, okay? And you'd be wise to find a culture that encourages the right things so that you can move forward with your career. There's no future in a company like that. Mm -hmm. A company like that will always fail eventually, Mm -hmm. okay? So one of two things will happen. One, that, that manager's boss, will recognize what you're doing and ask him why, why haven't you brought this guy to my attention? Why have you told... Me? And that manager will, will you know, make some kind of floundering statement as to why. And usually it's because the manager thinks that that person is going to take their job. Hmm. And I have seen this before. I've actually had it in my own company before where a manager will purposely downplay how good somebody is because they don't want that person to move forward. And dude, what happens is... is what you need to do at that point is you need to fucking do everything perfectly, do better than your manager, exceed the expectations to a point where it's so fucking obvious and do it not for a week, not for a month, but for at least a year. And then you go to the superior and say, look, dude, I'm doing this, 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 this. This is, I'm getting told this from my manager. He's telling me not to do this shit. He's telling me this, he's telling me that. And you take it up with that guy's boss because I guarantee you, that middle manager has learned how to manipulate and use the right language in the system that gets him to keep his job. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So and he, I mean, that and takes he'll balls take credit. He'll to take go credit. directly. Yeah, it yeah. does take balls, but you don't get anywhere without any fucking balls, right? You know what I mean? Right. So, and even if you even if it goes sour and you end up getting fired, you're still in a better position because you've created the habits of just busting ass that whole entire year. Right. You see what I mean? Right. So. Um, my next point was going to be, you know, adopt a problem solver mentality for everything. This is another way to stand out above 99% of the people that you're around. Think about the people that you work with now and what they say when there's a problem and how they handle it. Okay. Rarely do people see a problem and have a solution for that problem. What do they do? They say, Oh, you know, our fucking shipping, it's not getting out on time. It's not getting out on time. Shipping's just not getting out on time. Hey, Andy, you know what? Shipping, it's just not getting out on time. No shit, motherfucker. Well, since you clearly know that shipping is not getting out on time and you're reporting it back to me, why the fuck aren't you out there fixing it? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So don't be somebody who reports problems be someone who fucking identifies problems and fixes problems without having to be told to do so. Okay? That's taking initiative. I I have never disciplined or fired somebody in my company for doing something by taking initiative that they thought was right and helping the company that went wrong. Hmm. Cause that does happen, right? Yeah. You're trying to do something right. You're making you're making a good, a good conscious, good-hearted effort to, um, do the right thing and to help the company, but it ends up being the wrong decision. Okay. A smart, a smart leader will see that as an investment in that person's education. Mm -hmm. You know, a smart leader will not fire that person for a mistake like that, because now what you're going to do is you're going to hire somebody new, you're going to have to train them. They're going to end up making the same mistake, right? And then you start over and it becomes a vicious cycle. So if you have somebody, if you're a manager, pay attention to this. If you have somebody who's made a mistake and they did it from a place of, of you know, well-intended, well well-intentions um, for the company and, and it costs you a little bit of money, well, that's the same thing as sending them to a class that cost you a little bit of money to teach them how to do it the right way. Just fucking did it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an investment in their learning. So if you're in the right company and you take initiative and, and you screw up a little bit, they're gonna live. They're gonna they're gonna say, "Oh, okay, well, right." You know, we just don't do that again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So regardless of that, because I think that's why most people don't make the moves that we're talking about. There's so much value in being the guy that fucking solves problems in an organization that little mistakes like that you'll you'll get a pass for, a promise. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because the people who solve problems are super fucking rare. And guess what? People who solve problems make a lot of fucking money. And let me go along, let me go along the same line and talk about people who tell the fucking truth. Okay? Don't be the motherfucker in your company who tells your boss what you think he wants to hear, you know, who says, Oh yeah, Uh, you're fucking great. Oh, I love everything. Everything's perfect. It's all great. There's no value in that. The value is in the guy who says, Hey, I think we're doing this wrong. And this is why, or, Hey, we could be better here. Or, Hey, this isn't working. And I don't like that. I don't think it's a good idea. And I'm not saying to the point of, you think you're manipulating this person because you're, you're disagreeing with them so much because those motherfuckers get fired, mm-hmm. all right? I'm talking about the guy who tells the truth. When he really believes the idea is good, he says that's a great idea. When you really believe the idea is not good, I don't know about that, okay? And this is why I feel that way. And having some tact in how you approach that goes mm-hmm. a long way, mm-hmm. all right? but
0: So don't call out your boss in the middle of a company meeting. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> But if you're asked for feedback, offer honest feedback. Don't right. just don't just be a fucking cog in the machine who just mm-hmm. says, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no value in that. And that goes right. back to balls. Right. Have some fucking balls.
2: Right. Realize that boss never asked for your advice again. Yeah, he will right never ask. That like,
1: dude, there's only certain people I ask for advice because I know they're going to fucking tell me the truth.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, everybody else is a pussy. Don't be a pussy. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth because there's extreme value in that and it goes right along with solving problems. If I'm the CEO or I'm a manager or I'm at a level where I'm trying to make a decision and I'm asking for feedback, I'm asking that for that feedback honestly so I can make the right decision. If you give me the wrong fucking feedback, how can I make the right decision? It's like being in a fucking war and your frontline troops, you know, you say, all right, well, how, how, many, how many motherfuckers up there that we, gotta, we gotta kill? And they say, oh, you know, not that many. But you come to find out it's like a million and they, you've only got 10,000 guys mm-hmm. because they didn't want to get you upset. You know, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, then you go absolutely. out there and get your ass kicked. Yeah. You would much rather have the guy say, uh, dude, there's a million of them and there's 10,000 of us and we're going to get your fucking asses beat if we go out this way. So let's mm-hmm. come up with a different strategy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and then you ask the guy next to him, is that true? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. All right, now at least we know we're not going to go kill for nothing. Right. We're going to come up with a better plan. That's the point. Right. You know what I mean,
0: right? Uh, are you familiar with the name Lee Iacocca? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of people, a lot of the young bucks in our uh, yeah, he's listening, school. yeah, he's old school. I think I think he turned around Chrysler or one of those auto industries. But anyway, when you were talking about you know telling the truth, but also you know having some tact. Yeah. He had a say a saying that I read in his book one time. He said there's a difference between telling it straight and telling it sharp. You know, you don't yes. have to be sharp with somebody. You can be, you can tell it straight without being like, you're an idiot, boss. Oh, dude, you're going to, you're going to yeah. yeah, find yourself fire. Yeah, you're going to find yourself fired. That's what I'm saying.
1: Having tact about it and you don't have to be soft. Yeah. You don't have to be soft and you don't right. have to soften it. Right. You just tell it the way it is. Right. Hey, I don't know about that because one, two, three, four, you make some valid points. You know what I mean? And right. don't be the fucking idiot who just, like I said, disagrees. I was talking to Gary Vaynerchuk about this. Um, We were talking, we had a conversation about this one time and we were talking about how many people will just agree with you because they, they want to fucking get on your good side. And we were both like, yeah, it's fucking annoying, but you know what's more annoying is the guy who disagrees with you because he thinks he's creating so much value by challenging you on everything. Right. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like you're the guy that we, that we kick in the balls and (laughs) go, you go find new spot. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a fine line to walk there. And it goes along with telling the fucking truth, right? right? Sometimes you're going to love the ideas. You're going to love the way it's done. You're going to think it's great. Sometimes it doesn't fucking work. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, dude, this gets into that manipulation mindset that we talk about sometimes. People try to like manipulate their way to value by disagreeing, thinking that they're creating extra value on shit that they don't really disagree with. And you motherfuckers end up broke. Mm-hmm. With no job and no good references because you're fucking annoying, right? 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 So
0: absolutely, it's yeah. being
1: aware and telling the truth. So, um, you know, those are some practical, practical, you know, core value type action things that you can do in your situation. Hey, humor
0: I, me just for a second. Yeah. What do you think? Because I know that there's a difference, but could you isolate to? For our listening audience, the difference between initiative and problem solving, because they're, they're awfully similar.
1: Initiative can be a lot of different things, man. It can be doing what needs to be done. It can be taking initiative to um, come up with a new idea Mm -hmm. or come up with a new way of thinking or a new way of marketing or a new way of doing something, a new process. I mean, it can be so many different things other than just solving a problem, but Solving an immediate problem does take initiative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're related, but they also could be unrelated.
0: So, solving a problem maybe is... is initiative is could also be... Specific to a case, maybe.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, there's a fucking clear problem. Right, there. right, right. I'm going to take the initiative to solve it. <laughs> right. You know, I'm going to accept responsibility for it. I'm going to take the initiative to fix it. There's value in that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But... Initiative could also be other things like I'm going to come up with a plan on how to improve sales over this, this many, this much time or uh, this new system for that, that might not actually quote, quote unquote, be a problem, Mm
2: -hmm. but it, but
1: it's a, but it will be a problem. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying?
2: Mm To kind got to build on that, too. Uh, A lot of people, it's funny. uh, A lot of people are scared to bring ideas. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. What? Nothing. I'm just saying that's, that's. Well, that's, that's, a, that's why a
1: lot of that's why a lot of people don't make any fucking money. Right. Right. I'm just saying that's a that's a there's there's tremendous value. <laughs> a in that. lot of value, even if that. your ideas are fucking stupid. Yeah. They at you least come are... in you come in and 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 be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like be okay with having dumb ideas. Like, dude, there's a ton of times where in this in this building where I'll say, you know, I got an idea to do this, blah blah, blah and I'll come back five minutes later and be like, no, that's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, dude, it's okay to have bad ideas, but fuck contribute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't just show up to work and Fucking type on your keyboard or, or work in the warehouse or wherever it is you do mm-hmm. and go home and expect that you're one day going to be wealthy because it's going to fucking happen. You know, and if you're afraid to contribute, if you're afraid to take initiative because you're going to get in trouble, if you're afraid to bring an idea, you better get real fucking comfortable making no fucking money because you're average. And there's a million motherfuckers just like you to do the same fucking thing. Worker or be shit. Yeah. See what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I think that is the case where you know if you're afraid of getting laughed at or if you're afraid of having a stupid idea, that's where your ego is getting. I th- the phrase you've you've used before: "Don't let your ego keep you from success," or "Don't yeah, let your you, ego people, keep you." Because people right. don't want
1: to be seen doing something that they don't want. They don't want to come up with a bad idea because they don't want to get laughed at. They don't want to be seen doing something that they're bad at. You know, their own ego. And those are the same motherfuckers that look at somebody like me and be like, dude, your fucking ego is huge. Uh, (laughs) It's like, all right, Right. dude. Well, it's not that big because I'm more than willing to do a bunch of shit that that I'll fuck up. Right. Because I know eventually I'll figure it out and make some fucking money. Right. Right. So, you know, who's got the big fucking ego? The guy who's willing to fail or the guy who's who's too proud to fucking be seen doing something that he isn't good at.
0: Right. Right. I I just just read some article the other day that said people always assume that shy people are, must be like really nice people, but shy people can be really egotistical because they're worried that if they put themselves out there, they're going to get laughed at. And that kind of goes to what Dude, you're saying. It, it,
1: it's it's below the surface analysis that we're talking about here, which mm-hmm. most people have, uh, do not possess the capacity to understand or do, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. like most people just look at somebody and they say, cause he drives a nice car. Oh, you got a big ego. Yeah. Like they're, it's like so fucking stupid. Yeah, right. Like, you know, and then or he's got a big truck. So you must have a little dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, It's so fucking stupid that like, you can't even like, I, 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 dude, this is why I can't even relate to most people anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. like the thinking is so surface, surface level thinking that, and it's just like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? Mm-hmm. Like, this is all your brain can fucking comprehend. Right. Right? Right. So, whatever. People who listen to this podcast aren't like that. But it's the majority of society can't think beyond right. what they're... They're basically little robots that repeat shit that they hear somewhere. They, they forward memes. Yes, They exactly. post or they forward memes. Right, yeah. and they're like,
0: oh... They forward emails and they post memes. Yeah, oh, yeah. that
1: guy lives in a big house. He must step on everybody. Yeah, And blah, blah, like all the same dumb shit, you know? Yeah. And then they wonder why they're fucking broke. Right.
2: What, you got something to say? Well, I was going to build on something you asked me last week about, like, dude, how, how awesome do you feel when you go to the gym, you work out, even though you didn't want to? Like, how awesome do you feel after yeah. you work out? Well, it's the same thing when you want to do that extra work. Like, I'm not patting my own back, but... Dude, I know now because I've done it enough that. No, you've been hustling, dude. Dude, when I go yeah. home after the gym and I want to knock out something yeah. for you or for work, like I know how good that's going to feel yeah. the next day when I got it off my plate and I, yeah, can, I see, can move forward.
1: But see, here's the thing. So, and i am just bring this up because it's, 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 and don't, I'm not talking to you about this right now, but I'm just bringing this up because it's fucking relevant. Sal and I are, have both agreed that Tyler. Is worth more than he's currently getting paid. We're trying to figure out what is fair and what you know he deserves. But a year ago, he wasn't worth what he was getting paid. And I can hmm. look back and say that, right? Hmm. He wasn't, and we hmm. had he was not worth what he was getting paid. Now he's exceeded that without us having to be like do this, do this, do this, do this. Something clicked inside of him mm-hmm. that made him go out and take the initiative to do things and do extra things. And now there's conversation that he hasn't been aware of until just now on the backside saying, look, dude, we got to take care of this guy. He's doing these, 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 this, this. He's making a huge effort. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's how, that's how it fucking
2: works. Yeah. And yeah, we have not talked about this, but I would say just thinking on it, it would be a confidence thing. It would be, you know, I got confident in my work. I got confident in what I was doing. And then also, you know, I started seeing a lot bigger goal yeah, in my head.
1: Right, for yourself. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And the you, 10X rule. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. dude, but that's how people get raises. Yeah. You don't get a raise because you're, and not just a raise, that's how you become a fucking linchpin if you've read Seth Godin's book, right. Linchpin. That's how you become an, in. dude, your best thing that you could do is make yourself an indisposable asset to the company to where like they, like if you left, they'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. Okay, because then you have leverage on the company,
2: mm-hmm. all right. And I'm not saying you do, motherfucker. No, no, but I'm saying that should be something that pisses you off. I'm looking the for the some core. new uh, graphics
1: <laughs> video. To, <laughs> yeah. Just put this out there.
2: But if I mean, if you're part of an, but, a growing company, that should be something that pisses you off if you know that you're not a linchpin. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like because, because you should, have a yeah. huge opportunity that should to be. light yeah. a fire in you, right. to, like do Especially some more
1: when work. you're, um, especially when you're working in a company that is growing and yeah. trying to like become something
2: big. Yeah. You know, you know better than anybody how frustrating it is to have. Multiple growing companies, and then to see people just go through the motion. Dude, mm-hmm. look, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me, a problem you deal with every day. Yeah,
1: it is. And like, I do have the best fucking team, but I, and I do have that. And I'm very fucking proud of the team that I have. But there are people in this company that I have to kick in the fucking ass on a regular basis because they haven't had a click for them. And mm-hmm. you used to be that guy mm-hmm. and you yeah. changed. Yeah. And now you've created value beyond what you fucking, what you pay. Cause like, dude, he, he was making X. I, I paid him X plus and I gave him a raise. And I said, you haven't earned this raise yet. I'm giving it to you hopefully to incentivize you to earn that. Hmm. Then he went and fucking to a whole new level of taking initiative, solving problems, coming up with ideas on his own. And dude, now he's taking it beyond that within mm-hmm. fucking 18 months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. dude, That's the real world way it works. You don't, that's why I recommend that book, The Magic of Thinking Big so much, because it lays out the real world, how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, your parents are going to, and here's the problem, right? Your parents tell you all this fucking bullshit that isn't fucking true. Your teachers tell you all this bullshit that isn't fucking true. Society tells you all this bullshit that isn't fucking true. And then you go out in the world and you get your fucking ass beat in. All right. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. So, Forget everything you think you fucking know and start listening to real world shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real world shit works like this. It don't matter if you have a fucking degree, like all these kids come out of school and unless you're coming out to be a fucking physician and you're going to be married to a million dollars worth of fucking debt. I don't give a fuck what degree you have. Nobody else does. And just because you have a fucking degree doesn't mean you're going to make money. Ask any attorney that comes out of law school or, or any chiropractor or any fucking dentist about that shit. Let me tell you about that. They come out, they think they're going to be a fucking millionaire because they're a dentist and then they learn that they don't know how to run a fucking business. Mm-hmm. Right? Because doing the teeth work is only half the fucking job. The other half is running a fucking practice
2: which they have no fucking clue how to do. Right. And even then, they, even the ones that do make it to that, six, that magical six-figure income just like you were saying earlier, they're, it's all of a sudden not enough. Right. Well, so no, no
1: I, I know dentists that make millions of dollars but they're great businessmen. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. not just how good their fucking teeth look. It's, it, you know what? And you know what they do? They do all the shit that I just said. Right. They right. they solve problems. They take initiative. They form great habits. They learn how to create value with their employees, with their customers, with everybody they surround and they touch. And guess what happens? Shit grows.
0: Right. I, I got a comment on um, what you said though, Tyler, because I think that it was gold when you said it was a confidence thing. And I think, um, I mean, I know we've said this, but I think it's worth driving through to people is that it is, let's just be honest, at least for me, it is scary to, to put yourself out there to, 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 take initiative, to do all that kind of stuff. And, it and, why? And I, well, I mean, I mean, because why you could, scary?
1: your, your boss could just say you've totally screwed everything up. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, would you rather do that and deal with that? Or would you rather be broke your whole fucking life? Right,
0: I totally agree. But I'm saying,
1: well, no, so then what is there to be scared of? Like we we talk about risk, all right? What's the fucking risk here? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. The risk isn't what if this happens. it's what if I fucking don't do this? Right, which is the
0: mentality that successful people have. That's but right. I, that, but so I'm if saying,
1: I don't go the extra mile, and I don't take the initiative, and I don't try to solve these problems, and I just stay in my little fucking box. The best that I'm ever gonna have is what I have in the little fucking box. Right, and that's the mentality that you're talking about. That that should not fucking scare you. Mm -hmm. What should scare you is staying in that fucking box.
0: Hmm.
1: No fucking boss that's worth a fuck is going to fire somebody or discipline somebody hard. They might yell at somebody, but if you're that big of a pussy, you can't get yelled at. Then we got bigger problems Mm -hmm. to talk about, Mm -hmm. but you ain't going to get fired. You're going to learn a lesson and you're not going to do the same fucking thing again. Anybody who knows fucking anything about managing people gets that. All right. So the fear of, be, I'm afraid because if I go out there, I might get fucking yelled at. That's an, that's a fucking, that's a,
0: that's. It, it's not yelled at. I'm t- I am think people are afraid of doing something wrong. Yes. That's but, what I'm saying.
1: But what, did you intend to do it wrong? No. Okay. So did you know that, did, did, you, did you learn your lesson? Or are you going to do that same thing again? No. My right? competition. You my didn't, you Wait, didn't no, learn sorry. your lesson? I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. The tail end of yours. So did you learn like, your you lesson? Good. Yes. Are you going to do it again? No. All right. Then you
1: just progress as an employee. Right. And part of it, too, is, I mean, it kind of weaved into hey, all this. Hey, by the is, way, tell all your fucking friends you work with, too, so they don't make the same mistake as well. Right. So, so did we just fucking improve there or did we get worse? Yeah. No, I'm asking. No,
2: we, we improved. Okay. We improved. But so th- then but what the
1: fuck is there to be afraid of?
2: Well, nothing. Right. Yeah. And when I said confidence, it was not confidence in getting, you know, yelled He's at. you talking about better.
1: confidence to know what I expect. and oh, what Know what gotcha. he
2: expects and know that I could do better gotcha as an employee that's where my confidence came from gotcha gotcha there's nothing to be afraid of dude people people talk themselves out of
1: success all day because they're afraid of these things when really what they should be afraid of is not doing those things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you want a whole podcast episode on that we have one on risk i don't know what episode it is but it's it's an early one what
0: it's an earlier one yeah it's about risk yeah
1: has risk in the title i believe yeah but that's the point There's nothing to be afraid of. And if you're going to get your ass beat by your boss and fired for doing something that you think was genuinely good for the company, guess what? You're in the wrong fucking company. Mm -hmm. So you'd be better off anyway for getting fired for that.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't improve on that. I I think, no, you said it. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I think, I mean, the assumption here, and, and again, Andy, you're, you're, I mean, just playing devil's advocate with with everybody who's listening here is that you're very confident in the point of of if you have a lousy boss who doesn't appreciate this, then you know screw that guy, yeah, and I think people need to come to that come to that confidence and yeah. just say, listen, if I do the right thing and but I have a lousy have boss, be, but see here's it's not the my thing. problem.
1: you have to have awareness there because a lot of people are not honest about how hard they're really trying mm-hmm. they they equate with time. People equate time served as value. I've been here for 10 years. I deserve a raise. Right. I've been here for 10 years. I deserve a piece of the company. I've been here for 10 years and I'm still only making $60,000 or whatever the fuck it is.
2: And when it comes to a growing company, people think that they deserve a raise just because the company is growing. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. And you know what? You fucking don't. Right. Because you're not creating value.
1: Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Nobody gives a fuck how much time you've been here. They just don't. People only care about what you can do. And the only thing that you're in control of is your capacity to do those things. Mm -hmm. So put in the fucking work on your end and then you're valuable. It's not rocket science. But people get caught up in all this fucking liberal type bullshit that the fucking people of the earth think is ideal. It's ideals. It's Mm -hmm. not reality. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. minimum wage workers should earn $15. No, they fucking shouldn't. Minimum wage is not designed to be a career. It's designed. It's designed to be a fucking intro job for people who are in fucking high school, you know, or getting out of college. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. it's all this bullshit. Oh, you've been there for five years with no raise. That's the The company fucking hates you. Well, maybe you suck, (laughs) you know, true. Like it is true. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. You have to be honest with your assessment if the company values or not, because are you really doing anything Mm -hmm. to be valued? Mm -hmm. Because valued is not just executing on what you get paid to do. You're getting compensation for that. Valued is what you do beyond that. And I'm not saying in terms of hours. You know, I'm saying in terms of results, mm-hmm. you know, are you going the extra mile? Are you taking initiative? Are you problem solving? Are you absorbing and adopting all of these ideas that we're talking about here and putting them into play on a regular basis? Are you doing those things or mm-hmm. are you not doing those things? Are you just showing up? Mm-hmm. Because showing up is not enough. And that is not enough to say, oh, my company doesn't appreciate me. No, The company doesn't appreciate you because you're doing only what you're supposed to be fucking Mm -hmm. doing. You're a replaceable part of the machine. Mm -hmm. If you want to earn more and you want to become a pivotal part, you want to make a real career for yourself, you have to become an irreplaceable part of the machine, a part of the machine that will, that if it is removed, the machine will no longer work the same way it did before. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People don't think like that. They think in terms of all this bullshit that they teach them in high school, you know, oh, if you work this many years here, you fucking get this or you do the world doesn't work like that anymore. It's completely why wa- dude, 50 years ago, that's how the world did work. Right. You were here for five years. You got a 10% raise. You were here for 10 years. You got a 20% bonus. You know, all this other shit. We're in we're in a different era now. It's value driven. It doesn't matter who you are. Black, white, man, woman, blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. If you create fucking value, there's opportunity for you to get fucking paid. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And people people talk themselves out of that like it's not reality all fucking day. How many times do we see this shit on internet? Oh, you know, like people that bitch about their jobs online. Are you fucking retarded? Like, you know, first of all, they're going to see that. Second of all, Your friends all see it. Third of all, how many of those people could potentially help you find a new job that just saw your true character of being a cancer in your fucking job?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm not fucking hiring you. Right. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, dude, people fucking just short-circuit themselves all fucking day long because they can't accept reality. And the reality is this. You create value, you do more than what you're paid for, you take initiative, you solve problems, you learn how to tell the fucking truth, you bring constructive criticism, you come with ideas, you become a contributing member of that company, and you will get fucking paid, period. Hmm. It's that simple.
0: I couldn't help but think of one of your other core principles, which is you are the measure of your own success. Yeah. And I was, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know... Tyler can't point to Dave and say, Well, Andy, uh, I created five videos. Dave only created three because you could come back as a boss and say, Yeah, but Dave busted his balls. And that's what, he is, that's what his potential is right now is creating three videos, whereas your potential is creating five. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So you can't, so you can't compare yeah, but people, it to somebody but see, else.
1: People don't even compare themselves like that. So, like, that, that's another, that's a whole other point that we could make here. What is your fucking potential? I guarantee you, if you're listening to this right now, you are nowhere near your potential. No, no fucking where near it. I'm nowhere near mine. And I and I, I'm willing to say I'm probably in a better, quote, quote unquote, better position than most of the people listening. And I'm nowhere I haven't fucking scratched the surface of my potential. So I know most of these people listening haven't either. Okay? And because they don't look at themselves from a position of being judgmental on their success based on their potential. They judge their success based on the expectation of others or their position or their job description. They do exactly what you said. They look over at their counterpart and they said, well, Andy, you know, I, I, Dave is making, you know, this and you know, I'm, I'm doing better than him. So I should be making, you know, twice as much. Well, not if you're capable of fucking doing 10 times as much as him, and I know you're half-assing yourself. I'm not going to fucking encourage that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And, and not only that, why would you want to be like that? Right. But people, people do that. Right. They try. It's the mentality of what I said in the beginning. They don't realize they're working for themselves. Right. They're selling their time, and they want to get that time over with so they can go drink beer uh, in the driveway with their fucking neighbors at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: become a cliche, but cliches are a cliche for a reason because they're true half the time or most of the time. And that is that you're only cheating yourself when yes. you when you but don't realize your own full potential.
1: It, look, man. I, I we'll just finish with what we started with. You work for yourself, period. The actions, the habits you create, those things will be with you forever. OK, that's why you have people who are, you know, in their 40s, you know, doing the same job they were doing when they're 19 because they created the habits that, that did not carry them past that point. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep.
1: And, and, and if you hate your boss and you say, I'm doing the bare minimum for him, I'm doing the bare minimum for this company cause I hate it. And you don't realize that you're creating the negative fucking habits that are going to help you fail anywhere you go.
2: You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're only, you're only killing your own potential. How far, how far would you be in your fitness journey if, uh, instead of taking action at the beginning of the year, you just went online and bitched about how, yeah, it would know, be
1: 330 pounds. Probably. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was on January 1st. So right. I'd still be there. I'd probably right. be heavier.
2: Right.
1: But my point is, is that people don't fucking understand that concept. That's why I led with it. You're working for yourself. Everything you do affects you. It's not about the company all the time. If you want to make big dollars, you make it about the company, but it's still about you because at the end of the day, it's you that gets the benefit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Losers losers think I'm doing all this work and the company's making this money and I don't get any of it. That's loser shit. Mm-hmm. Winners think I'm going to become a huge part of this company so that I could fucking be successful as the company becomes successful. That's how it works. Yep. That's the way life works. It's the way reality works. You can either accept that or you can listen to all the other fucking losers that tell you all the same shit I've been saying where they say, oh, the man fucks you over and the man this and that and the man doesn't want to give you anything and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? If that's what you want to think, then enjoy your fucking bush beer on your cooler in your fucking driveway tonight because I'm going to be fucking working. Hmm. So guys, that's it, man. Learn how to create value in yourself. Understand that you are working for yourself and that the benefits... Will come from the habits that you create. Whether you're cooking French fries, whether you're sweeping floors, or whether you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, every fucking thing you do matters. All right, Vaughn, what's your social media? At Vaughn Kohler, V A U G H N K O H L E R. Mine is Andy Frisella and an MFCO one on Instagram or Snapchat. I'm doing a lot of Snapchat shit. You should be following me there, guys. I just want to say thank you so much. Our listenership has almost doubled in the last three months. We are really, really doing well. And it's all because you guys are doing what I ask you to do. Every episode I'm going to ask you, it's the little fee that I ask for. You already know what it is if you're a regular listener. And it's this, I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm not going to ask you for, to donate. I'm going to ask you to bring me one friend. If you found value in this episode, bring me one friend, one friend, that's your fee. Appreciate you guys. I love you guys, and we'll see you next time. This is for the she's and this is for the hustler, this is for the hustler, it's not back to the sheet.